0: You're listening to Beauty and Life with Giselle, and I'm your host, Giselle Campbell, an esthetician, an entrepreneur, and a Californian living in the Midwest. With this podcast, I'll be sharing my business and personal life stories, beauty tips, and inviting other men and women to share their stories and expertise. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get future notifications on the next episode. And don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram and Facebook under Elevate Aesthetics. So grab that coffee and enjoy. Bye. Hey guys, Giselle here, and I am so excited about this interview that I'm going to play for you. I got to sit down with my good friend Shatera. She is an amazing artist. She is well known in the beauty industry and the bridal industry for her makeup and her lashes, but she is definitely becoming very well known for her permanent makeup services. If you don't know what permanent makeup entails, we're talking microblading, lip blushing. She is going to answer all your questions. This is such a fun interview, and I learned so much about the permanent makeup world. So I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. So let's get right to it. Okay, so today we are here with Shichara Jenkins from Dayton Powdered Brows located in Dayton, Ohio. She is a dear friend of mine and I am so excited to have her here to talk about permanent makeup because there's so many questions out there about permanent makeup I have questions, and I'm sure as listeners, you guys have questions, too. So we're going to hopefully get those covered today. So welcome, Shatera. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. How are you doing today? I'm doing good.
1: Well, that's as like I can be. I'm so excited to be able to do something and just sit at
0: home. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. When we... This recording is being um, done during a time where we are all stuck at home and still trying to connect with our clients and trying to connect with other beauty industry people. So it's so great that we are able to connect um, and still have these conversations. Well, uh, I wanted to know a little bit, let our listeners know a little bit about you um, and what you do. Okay. Um, well, I am um,
1: a makeup artist as well as a permanent makeup artist. Um, I've been in the beauty industry for over nine years now. I started out doing makeup, and about the last like two years is when I um, started transitioning over into permanent makeup. Um, so it's awesome. I do everything from, um, like I skincare, like mainly waxing. Um, what else? <laughs> uh, bridal makeup. Um, brow and lash tinting, and then um, like you know, permanent makeup services. So brows, lips, um, and eyeliner. So
0: awesome! Now I know from personal experience, you've done my makeup for photo shoots, and I've seen a lot of your bridal work. Which, um, if for those that don't know you, you've been doing makeup for many years, right? Yes. Yeah. So you primarily started out doing makeup in that bridal industry, which you are so well known in the bridal industry. You're working with photographers and also local medias. So your work is out there for sure. (laughs) Um, But when it comes to permanent makeup, what led you to switch over to doing some of the permanent makeup? um
1: clients actually um like they were just they always love my work and they're just like you pay so much attention to detail I think you would be great at doing permanent makeup they've been wanting it and they're like I don't trust anyone else but you so if you do it I'm there so like a year it was like a year of like multiple clients saying that just out of nowhere so I was like okay, maybe I should look into this. And that's kind of how I got started. It wasn't anything (laughs) that was on my radar or what I was um, like thinking about at all. I really didn't like you. I didn't really know it was a thing like that. Um, Or if I did, I didn't know what it was called. So that's kind of how I got into it. Started doing research and then it went from there.
0: So, for a permanent makeup person um for maybe some people don't know, but a permanent makeup person do you have to be certified? do you have to have some kind of training for this kind of thing mm-hmm.
1: Yes, um you do have to do an an initial training first with someone. Um like I went to uh Dallas, Texas and I trained there um starting out with microblading only, which I'll get into what the differences are. Um and then um I just continued training from there. Um, and then you also have to get a tattoo license because you are not, like, I'm an esthetician also, but you can't just use that because that, those are totally two different fields. So I had to get a tattoo license and make sure that my studio space was um, inspected by um, the, the health department um, to be able to safely do the procedure.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty like pretty intense, not just like a normal <laughs> cosmetology license.
1: No, no <laughs> not at all. So people, if they're interested, they don't actually have to do, um, well, in some states, you don't have to be a cosmetologist or esthetician to do permanent makeup. Um, most states just require you to go through the health department.
0: Wow. Okay. Mm. So you mentioned about, Um, microblading and there being different options. So what type, uh, other than microblading, are there a variety of looks that somebody can do?
1: Yes. So um, microblading is what is um, most known and most popular. Um, That's how it all started, which is um, more natural looking mimics like um, hair, like strokes. Um, And it's done manually by hand with a hand tool that creates um, strokes into the skin to blend in um, with hair that you already have. Or if you don't have hair, it just looks very soft and natural, but it doesn't last as long. it lasts about um 12 to 18 months before you have to get like another touch up to make sure um you know that you keep up the shape if you want to um and then there is also um micro shading or um ombre or powder brows which is done with um a tattoo machine um but it looks like more um it lasts longer and it looks more defined. So if there's someone that wants like a very intense, dramatic Instagram type makeup brow look, um, ombre would probably be your best bet. If you still want to look natural, but something will last a little bit longer, then powder brows would be um, like a soft version of um, ombre. So, um, and then they last like two to five years, depending on the person's skin type, their last their lifestyle um, and things of that nature. And then there's like a combo brow, which is microblading and shading mixed together. So it gives you still like an in-between look where you still get the definition, but the soft natural side as well.
0: Wow. Wow that <laughs> those are a lot of options now do you do you give uh consultations because I mean I think if I looked on someone's website I would be like I don't even know which one is good for me
1: <laughs> yes I do um, consultations so I do um it's included in the um initial package whichever one a person chooses so if they don't know um I kind of help guide them um to what um, I feel would be the best um, shape for them um, or they can book a consultation before even booking the service if they just want to go over everything if they're nervous and they want um, to ask questions and things of that nature then um, they can book that separately too so
0: okay now uh, you said that it lasts uh, what was it two three years or so now do they have to do anything do they need to can they come in for a touch-up or do they have, like, does it totally go away?
1: No, it doesn't totally go away. So if someone decided they don't want to do um, any refreshing of the color after um, it fades um, a lot or dramatically, then they can just, continue their life as is um, it will lighten it will become very faint but it never fully goes away um, so it kind of is frustrating when you hear people like other artists are like it's semi-permanent like it's not it's still a tattoo but it just fades over time um, and it can just be very minimal just depending on like the lifestyle and how, how their skin uh, takes it um, but um, if you want to like have the color refresh then that's what the um, like touch-ups they're called color blue sessions like every few years that you would get to just help refresh it and help it stand out and bring life back to it again but you don't have to do that it's just recommended
0: so how long does it normally take for a session like i i can't even imagine like am I going to be spending all day doing this? Is it just like, are we done in a half an hour? Like, I have no idea, like, how long the whole process takes. So can you let me know how long that is generally? Um, It takes
1: about uh, two to three hours, depending on... the artist. I um, like to block out three hours just so that I can take my time yeah. because you're on someone's face. So I don't want to <laughs> rush that. Um, yeah. And it's not just me on the person the whole time. It's like okay. the consultation, the color matching, um, answering questions, going over paperwork, um, then creating like the style uh, look that they want, like brow mapping, and um, and then actually getting into the service. So the service itself takes about an hour to an hour and a half, but then you have to go through the first part of it is like all the paperwork and numbing and everything like that. So
0: Wow. So, I mean, it's definitely something. Now, do you offer anything like... like kind of like a preview of what it may look like um, before they actually commit to the Mm -hmm. actual (laughs) permanent makeup?
1: (laughs) Yes, so if someone um, decides that they're still kind of hesitant, then that's what the consultation, like they can book it separately. And I do like a little um, preview like by hand where um, I show them what I would think um, would look good. And then they get to wear it throughout the day, kind of like makeup, get to wear it, see how they feel. And then they can um, book the service after that and um, go for it from there so that, you know, it helps put them at ease and everything.
0: Oh, well that's that's really comforting. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, oh my gosh, like, do I get like a test run of this before I get to, <laughs> before I have to do this? Like I feel, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I got commitment issues. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I understand.
0: <laughs> okay. So all right. So they you've got a consultation, you're doing the you get a you get a color boost. So all of this is great. Now, um, Are there, like, do you, what if you have, your hair growth is fine, you don't have, like, thin brows or no brows, your hair growth is fine, you got thicker brows, but you want, like, some color. So, you know, what would you say for somebody who had, like, thicker brows, but they just want more, like, if they had brow powder on all the time
1: oh, okay. <laughs> i would recommend like an ombre or powder brow for someone like that because microblading will just defeat the purpose if they already have the thickness that they want but they want um to maybe never fill in their brows like they don't they're not good at that and they just want to be able to wake up and go or like put minimal makeup on around it um that's what i would recommend for someone with thicker brows because you wouldn't be able to see the microblading.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Now you said that you offer some other services. So what other kind of makeup permanent services are there?
1: Um, There's eyeliner um, and lips. So um, eyeliner would be like for someone that um like same thing they don't want to have to do that maybe they're tired of their makeup like their eyeliner smudging so um that's why someone would get permanent eyeliner um and just make life easier than lips is for someone that has like maybe uneven lip tone or shade, um, they have some darkness, or their lips are very light and you can't really tell they have much there. <laughs> um, so <laughs> a permanent lip is to help um, like define the lips a little bit more. Um, it heals very soft and sheer um, like a lip tint. So if they didn't want to wear lipstick, they would still be able to like put some lip gloss on or lip balm and go out the door. Um, so that, those are the different services.
0: Are there candidates that aren't, um, or people? Uh, I say candidates because I'm an esthetician, and that just seems normal. Yeah. <laughs> but like for normal listeners, that we have some beauty pros that listen to this podcast, but we also have people that are no ideas. So for some regular folks, do if they are there? People that don't meet like the criterias for it.
1: Yes. Um, so if you are breastfeeding or pregnant, um, you don't, you're not able to get the service during that time because, you know, it's not known if, um, like it's a tattoo still, um, it's not known if like the pigments can get into your bloodstream and affect the baby um if you're breastfeeding or pregnant um anyone that is on like accutane or um retinol um you have to be off of it for a certain amount of time just so that um since it is invasive you know like the skin you don't know how it's going to react and um accutane is very harsh so you don't want to um disrupt that um what else oh anyone that has like unregulated like medical issues would not be a good candidate like unregulated diabetes or um, high blood pressure. Um, if your doctor okays it and you have a doctor's note and they're saying that you are okay, you can, um, get the service. Um, anyone that likes to be out in the sun a lot or work out a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, if you can't take time to stop that for at least the first two weeks, you wouldn't be a good candidate. Um, Oh my gosh, why am I having a breakfast? <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> um, I have like everything on my website. And then,
0: you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> this is real life, people, this. real life, people. Real life. I have like
1: this whole list of like um, candidacy information. Yeah. Um, sorry.
0: No, now. Now, so. Um, while you're looking that up, uh, do you also, um, for those that can hyperpigment easily, like let's say for myself, I'm Mexican, uh-huh. so I have a more olive tone and I do pigment easily, you know, what? Uh, if I were to think about getting a service like this, whether I wanted to get a lip blush or, you know, um, microblading or anything like that, that I would be worried, like, am I going to hyperpigment? Is that something that you also educate other, other people about?
1: Yes, um, I do let them know if they are prone, then um, we could do like a patch test, um, like behind the ear, nothing that's like right out in the public. So um, I've had people also book consultations if they're like known for um, hypo or hyperpigmentation or keloid, um, they would come in and I would do a patch test behind the ear where I basically like use a microblade tool and scratch behind their ear and put a little pigment there to see how they do um, and give about 24 to 48 hours to see if they have a reaction and then if they don't um, then they can book the service. Um, now going back to <laughs> 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 who <is> not <laughs> <laughs> now that my brain is good um so anyone that has like visible um, capillaries and the area that they want um, done they would not be a good candidate more so eyeliner would be like affected by that um if they have lash extensions on they cannot get eyeliner um, until they're removed because you're not all up in the lash line and that will be painful um right. to have done um, if you're using a lash serum as well um, just because it intensifies the growth and you have to put the serum on it can affect the um, retention with um eyeliner um, if you're hemophiliac or um have hepatitis keloids definitely or any hypertrophic scarring basically that's any like raised scarring for anyone that doesn't know um, what that is um any active cold sores, more so for lips. Um, if you do, if you are prone to cold sores, then you would just consult with your doctor to see if they can give you like, a um, antiviral, uh, medication like Valtrex or something so that, um, you can take that a few days before, um, during and prior to the service so that you don't have an active breakout. Um, if you have a pacemaker or problems healing, um, Uh, Acneic skin or very oily skin. Um, If someone has very oily skin, I recommend like full shading because microblading isn't going to last because um, it's less pigment and it doesn't um, go into the skin very well. It doesn't uh, saturate very well. So someone with oily skin, you basically would look like you didn't have anything done. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, (laughs) Um, if you're undergoing chemo or had any type of radiation or cancer, you have to wait at least 12 months um, for that, as well as with surgery, um, just for safety and precautions with your immune system. Um, If you have a cold or flu, you want to wait until after um, to make sure that you're all healed and your immune system isn't compromised. So so those are people that will not be good candidates um, for the service.
0: That is a really extensive list, but (laughs) thorough. And I think that's what, you know, people don't realize is that, you know, with something like this, that there are professionals like that out there that take this very seriously and are very thorough with their information that they're giving out as far as consultations, you know, a preview of what it's (laughs) going to look like. Um, You know, I think that that what sets you know, professionals like you apart possibly from other places that may not be as detailed with their service um, process, you know, to do such an intense service, because this is not something that you want to go into lightly. You want, it's a big investment generally. I mean, what's the general um, range of investment for something like this? Um it can be
1: anywhere from uh three hundred fifty dollars up to um five hundred dollars average, but um in some areas and also experience levels, it can be anywhere from like five hundred to a thousand for like a really good artist so Um, And you would think you would
0: would spend something like that on like, if you were getting like an artistic tattoo on, Mm -hmm. you know, you would spend that kind of money for, for something like that because it does require a lot of skill, a lot of talent to be able to do that. And understanding obviously the color palette as well to make sure that we're choosing the right thing, (coughs) excuse me. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think that, That is really important to know that you're able to provide such an awesome service to people. All right. So, Oh my goodness. I got a tickle in my throat. (laughs) throat) Excuse me. Sorry, (laughs) listeners. Um, all right. So obviously I'm a real person. This is not a highly produced podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, you know what I'm doing, I'm doing this and I love it. And, um, Okay. So anyway, I digress. (laughs) So Shatera, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? How can they connect with you and ask you more questions if they've got more questions about microblading?
1: Sure. Um, Well, I have a website. So my website is um, com. That's D-A-Y-T-O-N. And then you can also find me on Facebook and uh, Instagram under that handle, Dayton and Powder Brows. Um, And you can ask any questions, connect with me, see my work and things of that nature.
0: Awesome. Yeah, if you guys are interested in uh, connecting with Shatera, definitely connect with her on her social. She's very active and easy to um, get, she'll get back with you and answer any of your questions. Um, thank you so much, Shatera, for oh. joining me. It was so great to see your beautiful <laughs> face. And for there. the listeners, uh, we are doing this on video as well. So you can watch this Uh, podcast on my YouTube channel, which will be listed in the show notes along with Shatera's contact information will be there as well. And she will be sharing some of her photos of before and after. So please do check it out. And uh, anything else you would like to let people know before we uh, say goodbye? Uh, no,
1: I, I just really appreciate you asking me to do this. This was very fun, um, even enlightening for myself. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope to do more of these and I just um, had a lot, a good time doing this. So thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shatera. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.